We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 215. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the on-off rain into May. I did this on purpose because we're going to get to the model minute in a minute. But what? What? You, you look like you're going to say something. But <laughs> it's going to be May. I know. Next it's Sunday gonna is be May. May. It is. Um, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on what's happening tonight because by the time people listen to this, this is all going to be over. But uh, briefly, the world's ending tonight. The world is ending tonight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we bad got, you missed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad you're listening to this. Yeah. Really. Tomorrow. I mean, we got this huge. I hope you made it through. Yeah. I mean, everybody got their boats, their kayaks. You you, you brought your kayak over, didn't you? I got you? three in the back of my van. That's what I thought. You know, in case we just need to get out. But uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, <laughs> A ton of yellow and red and lightning strikes on radar down in Arkansas and eastern Oklahoma that's headed up this way. We are all under a flood watch, and there's already a flood advisory, did you say? or Flood Branson. There's a flood warning for Taney County. We'll all be under a flood warning soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing has just started. Yeah. I mean, we're recording this at 921, and it literally, like, just started, like, an hour ago, and it's going to go all It'll night. clear about but tomorrow. I have so be... many friends on Facebook yeah. posting of a drought that they're going through, so I what? guess we should be grateful for our rain. Sherry gets to get up early in the morning and go on a field trip with second graders, and guess guess where the field trip is, too? Well, they're going to Wonderworks. <laughs> oh, oh But we're... guess where they're eating lunch? Well, we're not now, probably. <laughs> Stock still Park. Oh, no! That ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because the flood advisory. It literally that we got listed to, Stockstill Park. Yeah, it listed what yeah. Roark and Stockstill Park. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'd be eating there. No. It'd be too muddy anyway, really. But we are going to go to an indoor place. So rain or shine, whatever, we're going. Yeah. Well, it's all going to be ending tomorrow. I mean, this thing, what it's going to do is it's coming up and it's just going to dump on us and then say, see ya. And it's all going to be out by like 8 o'clock tomorrow and the sun's going to come out. Sun's going to come out for my days off, and then when my my week starts back up, rain's back in the forecast. Oh, I know, and I want you to expound on that in a little bit, but uh, hey, we had a couple of days with temperatures in the 80s and wind blowing at like, you know, 562 miles an hour. Um, Friday. What'd Um, you guys do? I went to Silver Dollar City. That's right, you working. Corey's working. He worked, but I went with two of my kids. And it got warm. Like, we went at like 1030 in the morning and within minutes I was sweating. <laughs> like, you it's hot out you here. You didn't wear a coat, did you? No, I okay, had good. short sleeves on. 
But and I sunscreened my little one up because I mean I knew the sun beating down and I had him all sunscreened up but didn't really think of myself or, <laughs> or the twenty year old. So my arms got burnt, my neck got burnt, oh, my no. forehead. Not bad, but I no. mean Oh my gosh. But going back a day, you know, Friday the sun came out, I got warm. But Thursday it had rained that morning and but and the sun wasn't really out, but it was humid. And everything out there at Silver Dollar City was dripping wet. All the floors inside the buildings looked like it would had rained in there. Oh no! Everything was just Thursday. dripping wet, and this was Thursday. It was a oh, mess, wow. and it was hot. It was not hot, but humid. It was. It made it a little uncomfortable out there. Okay, kind of getting that like. Everything the sun never sweating. came out. Yeah. Like I noticed when I would leave the house that day, like the sun never actually came out, but. It was muggy. Like you would look out your window and it looked like it was chilly and you needed a coat and you'd step outside and be like, bleh. Now that's the day, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the day that we were going to have that huge bump in temperatures because it was like six, low 60s. It was supposed to get warm, but it did not. That was because we were supposed to get storms. On, if it on got Thursday, warm. right? Yeah. yeah, but we didn't get warm, so we didn't get storms. Oh, we got cut. We got in the seventies, didn't we? Get in this? I thought we got in the seventies. It was maybe a, it low seventy, but a, was it okay? Yeah, I can't remember. I, the older I get, the less I remember from back. So I just relying on you guys. <laughs> but I just I, I know like uh, what was it? Uh, Friday and Saturday eighties. Which was awesome. I did it. I did go out and play a little bit of disc golf, and it it wasn't bad. I will put it that way. I mean, it was windy, and like I said, I go to Iserman Park, Don Gardner, or the Branson Community Center. It's all kind of the same thing. There's a big hill on the west side, so the wind wasn't too bad. But I got some exercise. I need to get out and get some exercise because I got to get this winter weight off of me. Got the treadmill back out, trying to eat right, cut out ice cream. I know. Y'all are, y'all are bored. No, I'm listening. <laughs> Corey and Cheryl over there looking I'm at their phones going, okay, because what? I don't want to have to admit I need to do the same thing, so I'm just letting you talk. <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting to that time. Now, uh, going back to you know what Corey was saying, it is April, actually mid to late April now. We're getting into that time. We're going to start getting a lot of what we call the Gulf feed. The, you know, the, the Gulf the, oh, the Gulf is going to open up. It's going to shove all this moisture up, and we're starting to get that now, and that's what's, you know, causing this severe weather. And I think, Corey, if you remember a couple of couple of weeks ago, or even last week, I was talking about the severe weather down in Alabama and the south, and that's going to be lifting north. Well, it's kind of doing that now. So we're, we're I wouldn't call this a, you know, really bad severe season yet, but things are kicking up. Things are rising to the occasion. Yes. Rising to the occasion, and uh, we're going into May. Like I said, next Sunday is May. Our next podcast is going to be the May. It's crazy. Uh, I did look for the normal high and the low for Springfield because we've been all over the place. I mean, we're 80s one couple of days, and then we're 60s in a couple of days, and then we're 70, and then back to 80. I mean, it's all over the place. So the average high for Springfield. Today is 71, and low is 48. So add a degree or two for that for Branson, you know. And then for the rest of this month, we are going to uh, take that normal high and come at below that. Because have you seen the the projection for this week? No, I didn't. The outlook is below normal. We're in the below normal. Again? 
And our lows, we're, we're supposed to get down to 42 some night. It's not going to be. I mean, I'm tired of the cold. It's it's My tomatoes need some sun. They need they need some warmth. They need to grow. And it's been a cool spring so far. Uh, it really has. I mean, and, but, you know, 48 really isn't that bad. 48 is the or 40 is 48 is the average. So so 42, yeah, that would be a little bit under. 48 feels great after it's been 10 and 15 for a few days. Oh yeah, I mean, like I you know, <laughs> that's why we say it work, you know, it could be worse, could be snowing. Could be. <laughs> I don't and I don't, it has this time of year yeah. before, so. I'm just not feeling. I mean, it. Monday night 41, uh, Tuesday night 40. So, that's that that is below average. Yeah. I like lows in the 60s, and, and we'll have oh, that later yeah. on this week. It's going to warm up a little Did you say last bit. podcast you thought you were done with the freeze, you weren't going to have to bring well, your plants in, but then we... I think we are done. I, I, I'm not going to bring them in. We almost had to we bring them in. We had a frost in. advisory last week, and I did not bring my plants in. Yeah. We didn't get that cold. I mean, well, and on a frost advisory, if you've got somewhat hardy vegetation, it's probably going to well, survive. Well, are up against a building, and... and oh, Yeah. It, it, it was fine. Oh yeah, you're you're gonna be fine. My mother every <laughs> every time I tell her there's a frost advisory, she says, "I'm so glad I haven't got flowers yet." You know, because we normally go, you know, in, in early early April and get to the nursery, you know. But then COVID hit, and then the nursery closed, and so she hasn't got flowers. So so she's so happy now. We're not doing that. I have lots of strawberries, and I have several tomatoes that are about golf ball size. So really, yeah. I'm well, to still, I'm I'm telling you, make your sauce. Come over, or I'll come over to your place. I got this recipe. We'll make pizzas for everybody. Yeah, sounds good. You need to come over because you don't want our kids over here. I think your kids yeah, will be fine. Well, nice. I mean, they're not bad, but uh, Jilly will yeah, be fine. Garen will be they totally have all fine. Their toys and stuff there, so. Yeah, it's, I was gonna say it's probably easier if I just go over and, there and be fresher. If I just pick it off the vine, throw it in the pizza. There, there you go. Yeah, you have a Cuisinart. No. You know what a Cuisinart is? What we want. That's one thing a we mixer. don't have. Oh, okay. <laughs> Am I dating myself? <laughs> no. You know what a Cuisinart is. I think they call is. him we a juicer now. <laughs> we just don't have one. No, just so, yeah, I know. But there's a special process. You take those tomatoes to make them into pizza sauce. And I got it. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have to make sure and get all the toppings you want. I mean, I, I we can make several pizzas. I mean, you know. He made, we usually make like three Two or three. Yeah, because my crust is only for like, well, you saw it's like like a 12 or so inch, so we, we, we can make several. We make several. like three medium-ish sized pizzas, and that way the kids get, and we let the kids make their own. Sure. Like, they get to put their own stuff on. And Well, see, and while while the uh, one pizza is cooking, because it takes like 18 minutes to cook, then we can just put the other one together. That would be, oh. It's going to be fun at the Taylor's. I'll tell you that. Um, okay, Corey, do you have... Uh, you got the bottles up because I want to find out what's going on this weekend. We're we're going to be back and forth a couple of days to dry out and then more stuff. It's just going to be nuts. So let's get to the next segment. Model minute, model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. Yeah. So I'm going to just turn you loose. We got lots of, or you got lots of stuff to talk about. I'm just going to listen. It's going to rain, and then it's going to be dry. Then it's going to rain, and it's going to rain, and it's going to be dry. And okay, and now for the next segment, we're going to go That was great, honey. All right, <laughs> yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah okay. Anyway. This is just a, is a recurring <laughs> pattern every few we're, days. We're in this pattern now. Yeah, and uh, will it be crazy. severe? I can't tell you that. 
but but, but this time of year, you have, have to be pre- to you have to be prepared for that to be severe. It's looking pretty strong. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. I love a rainy morning when I don't have anywhere to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking more at uh, let's see what time this is. Monday, May second. Overnight, of course. Mm-hmm. Some pretty strong stuff coming through. Mm. So uh, I did not see that. Other than that, it's just some piddly storms, maybe some showers, thunderstorms here and there going through uh, the rest of the, well, to the first week of May. Nothing huge, nothing nothing that's saying, that's raising my eyebrows or anything okay, like so, that. Okay, so, okay. Uh, just some rain, April showers, bring in those May flowers, and then going into May, maybe some rumblers in there. Like I said, it's hard to tell if they're going to be severe, but... With it being May, you have to be prepared for that. You d- you definitely do. Okay, so l- let me back up to be a little bit more specific. We're, we got this big rain shield moving out uh, tomorrow morning, and then it's going to be dry for a couple of days. So when's the next? Is, is it the weekend? Like when you go back to work, Thursday or something? When's the next round coming in? Thursday. Okay. And that Mid- lasts Mid-morning. For, okay. Lasting until, well, on and off through Friday. Saturday, it's several, coming in several waves. <laughs> oh, okay. Kind of like of what's precipitation. I'm not seeing any bad storms just yet. Of course, that's way, I mean, that's a few days out. Yeah, we're, we're pretty far out from that. We're recording this Sunday night, so we're Thursday, talking Friday, Thursday. and Saturday, rain, Sunday, no rain. Yeah, uh, so, so we got so, a little, okay, so wait, Saturday's no rain and Sunday's no rain? Is that what no, you're saying? No, Saturday has some rain. Oh, okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, possible rain, then clear it out. Sunday, possibly some sun, but by Sunday evening, rain and those maybe some storms moving in that evening and overnight into Monday. Okay, so yeah, it's it just like you said. I mean, we're, we have this couple of days of rain, couple of days off, couple yeah. of days more, a couple of days off. And I looked. I'm just looking at the Storm Prediction Center now, or as the National Weather Service says, the Storms Prediction Center, which that's always bugged me. Doug always says Multiple that. Multiple storms, <laughs> not just oh, one yeah. storm. Oh, yeah, Storms Prediction Center. Um, so uh, they don't have anything on the, the day four to day eight, uh, which doesn't mean anything. But it usually we kind of look at that as a long range. If they start popping stuff on day six, or six, which they did like last week or the week before, they started popping a whole bunch of severe. Yeah, but on the models, it looked different. I mean, this is more of a scattered in nature type thing. I mean, okay. I mean rain sense. is widespread, but... The storms and yeah, we'll see what happens. And I'm I'm okay with that. I need to get somebody to mow my lawn. I'm gonna. We noticed that when we pulled uh, in. My lawn needs mowed like, man, so he needs bad. To get his mowers out here. Uh, I well, that's a story I'll tell you during the weather school. Uh, <laughs> anyway, is that, does that uh, complete your model minute over there? Yes. Okay. Well, let's get to the next segment. The storm door bird watching report. Oh, I love those little birds. Whatever. Yeah, the Hummers are still out there. I mean, we established that last week, but we have one. You have one. Oh, is that Henry? <laughs> we just have Henry this year so far. Well, you're not going to have any more if you just have Henry. I think he's a scout bird. Oh, they're coming. So it's not. Did you say Henry. he's a scalper? Is he has tickets in his hand saying I got these tickets for? <laughs> that's what you said. He's an MIT scout bird. <laughs> scout bird. Okay, I thought he was a ticket scalper. <laughs> 
selling tickets to the Garth Brooks concert in Fayetteville last night. He was selling for three hundred bucks. I saw him out there. Of course, they, he's, he's he came from the he's south. A, he's a member of the FITs. Okay, he's part oh, of the. Oh, yeah. well. Anyway, I'm about to talk with Henry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. Also, so, yes. my children came running in yesterday, day before, I don't remember, saying, Mama, there's an egg. We found an egg <gasps> in the grass. Oh, yeah? I'm like, don't touch it. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, no, it fell out of a nest if oh. it's in the grass. And I was so scared. And I went out there and they showed it. It's a little blue egg. Mm. But when I got to looking closer, I realized it was cracked. And so I flipped it over and it had hatched. And now oh. you have It was empty. So nice. somewhere we have a robin floating around. So it's got a nice little, yeah. But, you know, I remember that when I was growing up too, because, you know, I'm in the country <laughs> and you, you go around and you walk around and you see these little multicolored, well, pastel, but dotted eggs all around. It and could have been a snake egg. Really? It didn't look like snake I thought egg. the snakes ate those eggs. Theirs are not snakes hard. Snakes lay eggs too. They don't you know? lay hard eggs. Theirs are like a slimy jelly type. Oh, Okay. I don't know. I saw a big snake in Silver Dollar City this week, though. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. You know, the snakes are out. I got to tell you that because I'm in. They are. Here goes my disc golf thing again. But I'm watching the tournaments around Jonesboro. They got a big tournament in Jonesboro. But what they're saying is they're seeing a lot of snakes this year. Uh, One guy was, one of the pros was getting ready to make a putt where you have to, you know, get on your knee and make a putt. And he said he looked down and there was a snake right where he was going to put his knee and scared him. And. Like, are they saying there's more snakes than normal? Or? Well, I'm just I'm just hearing a lot of people talk about snakes a lot, more much more this year than hmm. I have ever done. So I don't know if people are just recognizing them more, or if they're I don't know. I mean, who, who do we talk call a snakeologist? <laughs> there's a snake wrangler that I follow on TikTok. Oh, let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> I hate snakes, but I love watching him. Go in and people call him, like homeowners call him when they find oh my gosh. Like a copperhead or some kind of snake in their garage or in their backyard. Or well, I, I think there's something you look at that you know if it's a diamond on their head, it's yes. bad. That's a copperhead. Okay, but if it's like uh, something there, else, it's different. There a, is a, I don't know. There's what, a rule. There's somehow. a snake that's indigenous to this area that looks like a copperhead, but when you look closely, it's not. Okay. A copperhead has Hershey's kisses all down its back. Right. Okay, so that's so how you, people okay. kind of look for that diamond thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's more like a little Hershey kiss all down their back. So there is one that there's a lot of snakes out there that look like poisonous snakes that aren't. Okay. Venomous. Whatever. Uh, vi- yeah. No. No. I, Venom, no, I, I do that too. It's been, yeah. Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> it, I but, stay away from them. But actually, I I don't know. I mean, people tell me and I see things, but it doesn't register. So if I see a snake, I'm running. I don't care if it's, you know, a little garden snake. I don't like snakes snake in general. Or... I don't want to be around them, but I have kind of learned which ones are good. Okay. Like the black snakes. Are, yeah. The, the... They eat the copperheads. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. Yeah, you know, I if that. you have one of those hanging around your garden or out I, by I, your I, barn. They're not very big, are they? I mean, they're... They can get pretty long. Really? They can get pretty big. But, like I said, they're not going to bother you and... They'll keep to themselves, but they'll they'll oh. eat your copperheads for you. So we keep like them that. boogers around. We like that. They're looking for the king snake. They're black with okay. yellow stripes. 
Oh, okay, yeah. They okay, look that's really scary. One, like the stripe thing is like not good, They're right? They're kind of the ones no, you'll find those hanging. Those are the good snakes that Oh, no, no, that's good? The copperhead. The black one, the king snakes are good snakes. They won't uh. hurt you. They're non-venomous snakes, but they will eat the copperheads. So you want to keep those. Okay. Those are also the ones that you'll find like up in the rafters. Okay. Like sometimes they'll hang Ew. down from trees and right. hang down, but they also keep birds away. Oh, well, no, my mother would not like that. Like, you know, have you ever seen people put the fake black snake up in the rafters yeah. and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, It keeps birds from making nests up there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, in that aspect, yes, that's good. Because you don't want the birds up there. You'll have birds everywhere. Oh, my gosh. But, and all the birds are out. Um, here's something my mother told me. This was the me. bird report, not the, the snake report. Well, the bird, well, it's kind of <laughs> combined in this one. <laughs> no, my mother texted me. I think... The, the day after we recorded, or she she listened to the podcast the next day, which we recorded Monday last week because of Easter, and she heard it on Tuesday, and then the next day she texted me and she said, I have wrens. She saw it. Uh, we had a wren house. We have, or she has a wren house on her front porch. It, it, it's you. I gotta send you pictures. It's just such a cool little. Did country she call home. the exterminator? Uh, no, but oh. the ants. She might. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, but because she hasn't heard, and then she'll text me occasionally. It's like I hear a wren. I'm like, how do you know this? What's it's the like, wren sound? I don't. Like? Yeah. So what uh, are the birds you hear early in the morning? Like when your windows are open, know. and early in the morning you hear that. <laughs> now I, I I know there's the whippoorwill, but. I hear that in the morning. Yeah, I can't yeah, do it. I don't know any other sound. I know a Bob White. I know the whipper, yeah, Bob White. Yeah. yeah, that's the only one I and can recognize whip, whip, by whipper sound. Whipper wheel, whipper wheel. I mean, that one I know. Bob White. <laughs> what are they actually called? They're not They're not Bob White. I think they're all Bob Whites. They have they? a name. I don't know. Mom, text we, us. We call them Bob White because Mom, they sound like they're Bob we, White. You know, we don't know. I, I don't know anything about birds. Birds and snakes and ants and everything just stay out of my house. I, I just know only what I knew growing up. <laughs> I worked on it. I mean, growing up on a farm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I knew to recognize a copperhead because, you know, we would see snakes. I, I lived out in the country. We would see uh-huh. snakes in our yard, in our garden. We just knew to leave them alone. But, I mean, mom didn't like them close to the house. So right. dad would come and move them out. Oh, he would move them. Into the pasture. Not uh, copperheads. Copperheads we killed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But any other, you know, harmless, we'd have garter uh, snakes, whatever, in our yard. Garter, that's the word. Garter snake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we would see those all the time. So we knew, I didn't like them, and I ran from them, but, I mean, we knew which ones wouldn't hurt us. We learned if we saw a copperhead, we had to go get mom or dad and... Because I, I'm, I was raised just outside of, you know, it's not really far in the country, but it's outside. And we would have the snakes. And I, I know that, you know, dad would, I remember this so vividly, mother will know, that we'd see a snake and he'd go, go get me the hoe. Hoe or we just a shovel. We, yeah, or the hoe or the shovel. The hoe, you know, that whole. Yeah. And we go get My the hoe. My dad would it, chop their head off with yeah, a shovel. Yeah, 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 chop it up. But, and then scoop it up and throw it out in the field. But I would not know why he was doing that. You know, I it's a snake. I knew, but it's like, what snake are you doing? <laughs> I remember one time my mom was out in the backyard and we had a pool out there. I think she was cleaning the pool or something. Uh-huh. And she started hollering. You know, you could just hear her yelling from the house. <laughs> like, we go up no. to see what she needs. Dad wasn't home. Uh-oh. And second was my oh, granddad. No. My granddad lived just down the road through the pasture. He also was not home. But she was out there, and she I think she was mowing, and she came across a copperhead, and she didn't want to lose it. So she stayed oh, where yeah. she was and was trying not to move so that mm-hmm. she could keep an eye on it. 
and she's like, you know, first she told me call granddad, go tell granddad. Yeah, but yeah. he was not home. And, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. If right. they didn't answer the phone, they didn't answer the phone. I can't text anybody. Right? And I remember she was like, bring me something, bring me something. She was trying to be brave and get rid of it because she was home alone. And we brought her a sledgehammer. I remember she threw the sledgehammer at it. She was not going to get close enough to actually try she to. She threw a sledgehammer? She just threw it at it. Oh my so God. that just made it mad. <laughs> She had me go across the street. We had some friends of ours that owned a slaughterhouse across the street. They had blades. Yeah. And we she had me go across the street and get him. Like I'm like, you know, that's funny because he's working a business. He's running a business and I'm like, I need you to come kill the snake in the backyard. Excuse me. Um, excuse me. And he walks right up to it and just goes sticks a shovel through its head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean that. He was yeah, laughing done. at my mom throwing this sledgehammer. But see, at it. that's adorable. I think that's adorable. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, you know, you gotta have you got your good neighbors when you live out in the country, and you that's know true. who you can call. That's true, and that's why, like, I really like where my mom is at because all of her neighbors kind of watch her because she's you know a little up in years. Because I'm old, I'm old. We'll we'll leave it at that. So, uh, okay. Well, that does the bird watching report. Uh, let's get to the next segment. Not a whole lot to talk about on this uh, pollen report. Uh, I'm continuing to take my antihistamines, and I'm okay. Uh, But this week, according to pollen.com, oak, ash, and birch are the primary pollens. And on Monday, tomorrow, it's medium high, 7.5. Tuesday, medium high again, 9.5. But Wednesday and Thursday are back in the high category, and that's exactly what, you know, Corey was saying in the model minute, because... The sun's going to come back out, and the trees are like, we're all nourished with water. Now we're going to start pollinating. I've been good. You've been good? I've not had any issues, and my car hasn't been painted yellow in a while. So That's a cedar. I don't know when the cedar comes out. See, cedar is, when the cedar starts really getting going, that's when we're going to see a lot of... In that, I have friends in Arkansas that say they have like an inch of yellow on their cars every morning. So Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I'm surprised Juniper's not here because Juniper's going on all the time. (laughs) I don't know. Well, on that note, it's time to get to the weather school. And this week's weather school is all about wind shear. We, I, for some reason, I thought we did this the other week, but I don't have it on my sheet. So I'm going to have to commission you or Corey to come over. I'm going to have to go one by one to go through all of my weather school things to make sure I got them right. But anyway, regardless, well, wind sounds shear. sounds like loads of fun. Yeah. It, oh, for me, it is. Sign no. me up. <laughs> hey, it's fun for me. <laughs> okay. I'll do it myself. No. Well, <laughs> well uh, wind shear is uh, a, a big component in severe weather, and we've had that an, an issue in these past couple of storm events. Not the one tonight, but... Yeah, it can be a cause of tornadoes. So to educate us more, let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. You've probably heard us talk a lot about wind shear. This weather school is dedicated solely about wind shear and what it means in weather or if you happen to be in an airplane flying through it.
The term wind shear is used when air is flowing differently in different layers of the atmosphere. There are two basic types of wind shear. One, directional shear. That's where the wind is blowing at different directions with height. So for a basic example, the wind at the surface is blowing from the south. But if you happen to go up a few thousand feet, then it may be blowing from the west. And even way up higher in the atmosphere, it could be blowing from the northwest or even the north. And second, there's unidirectional shear. That's when the air is blowing in the same direction with height, but at different speeds. We have to look at the atmosphere in three dimensions in which the air is moving all over the place, right and left, back and forth, up and down. It's easier to realize this concept when you look at the water. Say, for example, a boat passes by and then waves develop on top of the water. We only see the surface of the water ripple, but what we can't see is what's going on underneath the surface. The water moves in all different directions when force is put upon it. So, the boat going by displaces some of the water and it gets all mixed up. This is what happens with air as well. The only difference is air is very buoyant and is carried around much easier than water. And it's basically invisible. Air moves around in the atmosphere from a variety of things. Heat causes air to rise. Cold causes air to sink. Since the Earth is spinning, then the centripetal force of the Earth's motion keeps the atmosphere fluid and always moving. This centripetal force causes spins to form and we get what we know as low and high pressure systems. When the air rises, then low pressure systems develop and those systems start spinning counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere. In other words, the, the pressure of the air on the earth, or the weight, lowers when air rises. High pressure is just the opposite. Air sinks and increases the pressure or weight. And high pressure spins clockwise in the northern hemisphere. Other factors cause air to move around, and those are the density of the air and also the temperature. So now back to wind shear. Airline pilots do not like wind shear. In fact, strong shear could be very dangerous for aircraft when they're taking off or landing. Vertical shear close to the surface can either cause a plane to be quickly lifted up or force the aircraft to suddenly drop upon takeoff or landing. Technology has evolved so much now that radar is able to detect wind shear so the pilots can maneuver either around or through the shear with little difficulty. Have you ever been way up in the sky flying around and then you suddenly feel like the bottom dropped out from under you or you're lifted really fast? That's called turbulence and turbulence is caused by pockets of air moving up and down or updrafting or downdrafting. Updrafting and downdrafting is what goes on in a thunderstorm. Heated and many times moist air rises and condenses when it hits the right temperature and forms a cloud. 
Now add some directional wind shear to that concept. As the air is lifted from the surface, it not only rises, but it is blown or tilted in the direction that the wind is blowing. For example, let's say we have a strong southerly wind, or a horizontal wind, at the surface. So when the air rises, it's tilted a little bit to the north. Remember that a southerly wind blows to the north. That air continues to rise a few thousand feet, but then the horizontal wind changes direction, say, now blowing from the west. That rising air then starts taking on the direction of the way the wind is blowing at that height. This is one thing that keeps the engine of a thunderstorm going. The rising air now shears off in a new direction, while more air at the surface rises at that original direction. The combination of a strong updraft with directional shear can get thunderstorms twisting and possibly produce a tornado. Radar now has the ability to see wind patterns in a thunderstorm. If a twist starts occurring in the middle of a storm, then the radar sees it as a possible rotation. This is why you hear the phrase, radar-indicated tornado. That phrase doesn't necessarily mean a tornado is on the ground, but it means that a, this particular storm is showing signs of rotation, and if that rotation becomes stronger, then tornado formation is likely, and a warning will be issued. You must have strong wind shear to get a tornado. Storms that don't tap into wind shear will bubble up and then they'll rain themselves out, kind of like they do in the dead of summer. The Storm Prediction Center looks at wind shear factors when issuing severe thunderstorm watches or tornado watches. If the shear is low, then tornado formation is low, so they will go for the severe thunderstorm watch instead of the tornado watch. But if shear is strong, then tornado formation will be a lot easier, so they'll probably pop a tornado watch. Even under a severe thunderstorm watch, a tornado can form from a powerful severe thunderstorm if the updraft is strong enough and it can tap into at least a little wind shear. I hope this weather school helps clarify what we mean when you hear us talk about wind shear. If you hear us talk about strong shear, then you know that the atmosphere could be ripe for some tornadoes. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should know everything about wind shear and even stuff you don't want to know because... There's lots of stuff in there. All right. It's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news. <clears throat> oh, I almost choked myself. <laughs> in other news. Uh, I'm I've... off duty. No choking. Oh, that's true. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have one thing that, uh, and I, I checked. I'm glad I checked our messages. Stuart, Stuart Langer from North Pole, Alaska. Please send, keep sending us stuff. We love this. Uh, I just need to remember to check it before the podcast, but uh, uh, yeah, the uh, now this was, he sent us something from last Friday, 
from the U.S. National Weather Service, Fairbanks, Alaska, and they stated today's high, last Friday, temperature in Fairbanks so far is up to 51 degrees Fahrenheit. That is the warmest temperature they've seen since September 17th, which is a 215-day stretch of below 50. Uh, says an interesting fact. That is a top 10 stretch for consecutive days below 51 degrees on record. So uh, they have been cold up there since sep- now sep- d- September. Because you got October, November, December, January, February, March, April. <laughs> I mean, it's Alaska. It is Alaska. They're, but- they're playing baseball now. I'm looking at Stewart's post, and his son's quite the pitcher, and he's going to the baseball games now. So oh, they're playing baseball in that, Alaska right That's now. Simeon, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've been seeing that. Good for him. They, they've been doing stuff up there. Uh, and, and us parents here are complaining because it's 50 and raining when we're at a track meet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is true, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, that's all I have. Do you have anything, Corey? I do not. You do not? I oh. Do not. Nothing? I do I'm not. Well, he, he's been working, and I have been... Still, I mean, I might have some. How did you not come up with something in the first half? In other news. Oh, okay. I, oh. Might, I might chime in later in the podcast. There you go. I mean, you never know. There's no You never later. know. You never done. know. Well, good. So, okay. Well, then it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get... Anchor in Shara's fun facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And she never tells me, so I have no it's idea. It's so fun if I tell you. Well, I know. If I'm you not never allowed tell to me. look at the word of the week, you don't get to know what I. Okay, have. that's fair. That's fair. So, so Shara, what is what you got this week? <laughs> I have this week in weather history. Ah, there you go. Okay. I don't have any fun facts. <sighs> not much going on in the world of this week. Yeah, okay. Other than Earth Day was a couple of days ago. Oh, that's right. Earth Day was a couple of days yeah. ago. And Arbor Day is next week. Yeah. In, I'm in glad honor you of Earth Day and okay. plant a tree and whatnot, if you're in the Missouri area, get rid of your pear trees. Trade them in. You're the second person I've heard What's that. What's the tree they'll give you? They'll give you a different tree. A flowering, a pretty white... It Juniper. Looks, it looks the same. It looks like a, a pear, but it's not. And it but doesn't, the Bradford pear. Bradford Dogwood. pears stink. Dogwood. So they'll give you a nice smelling tree if you'll get they rid of They want you to get rid of the calorie pear trees. They, the, they're they're the bad. The pears are, what's the, what's the word called when they're, they're starting to take over. Invasive. Yes. Yeah. They're an invasive tree. Okay. I hate to interrupt, but I have to like inter- interject this. No, I, go for it. I was at, me, me and a friend were at Iserman Disc Golf Course, and there was an arborist there getting ready for Earth Day, and we talked to her. Cool. And they had taken out this beautiful tree that was kind of in the way of our disc golf things. And we're just like, why did you take away this beautiful tree? It was big. And she said it was an invasive Bradford pear. Pears pears have become, they've become invasive. Now, these are non-fruit-bearing trees, correct? I Eventually so. they are. Well, it yeah, takes years yeah. and years and years. People buy like them because, you know... Like, but they're pretty. They're pretty. And, and the thing is, when you're... When you're planting a tree, they don't always look that pretty right at first. Right, but right. But these do. These will flower quickly. They'll look pretty. But yeah, they're invasive. They're taking over the area. Yeah. They stink to high heaven. <laughs> so. Well, that's what she said. They're not native to this area. No. And people, people have keep just been buying them. them and planting them. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, I just had to interject that. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So if you have pear trees, 
take them in. They'll trade them out. They'll actually trade them out and give you a different tree. That's awesome. So. Cool. Okay. That was free. <laughs> this week in weather history. <laughs> okay. April 24th, 1993. Two intense tornadoes destroyed numerous structures in the East Tulsa metro. The first was rated an F4, killing seven and injuring 100 as it carved a five and a half mile path into Catoosa. Oh my gosh. The second was rated F3 and paralleled the track of the first. That's weird. And injured 30. So they just ran right next to each other. Okay. <laughs> that was 29 years ago. Oh no. Troops of the National Guard <laughs> were called in to prevent looting and to help with cleanup. And rescue. Good. <sighs> Again, April 24th. Not a good day. I was going to say that was a good day. 1975. Neosho, Missouri was devastated by a violent F4. Ooh. The town had up to 15 minutes of advanced warning, which is awesome. Yeah. Which may have been what saved numerous lives. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, three people were still killed and 22 <sighs> were injured as hundreds of homes were damaged or destroyed. Wow. Wow. The paper called it a Wizard of Oz scene. Oh, they, I mean, that's freaky. Yes. The tornado warning was also for the county to the west. Of course, they were under the Tulsa jurisdiction in Miami. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So the tornado, they knew it was coming. It was on the ground on the other side of Miami. I sent you a picture of it. Um, yeah, oh, okay. I'm looking at what you sent me. It was more of a rope. Well, it roped out before it got to Miami. It roped out. There's pictures of it from the Miami News Record uh, newspaper. And then once it crossed over into Newton County, it really took off. It must have tapped into something. Wow. Wow. Killed somebody. 1970. 75. 75. Okay. That's the tornado where my grandparents... They lived behind the Pizza Hut. My grandma, Pa, just put in a basement, and the manager at the Pizza Hut knew about it, and they evacuated the Pizza Hut, all the diners, into my grandparents' basement. Wow. Now, this is Miami. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, yeah, this was back in small-town Miami where everybody knew everybody, so. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love those small towns because everybody knows everybody. Everybody looks out for everybody. It's great. It doesn't work that way anymore, but you know, no, it, it was back then. <laughs> back then, right? <laughs> um, this day in Arkansas history. Ooh, okay. Uh, April twenty fourth again. Yikes! This is not a good day. You just need to go underground. Actually, on April that's 30th. today. What? <laughs> to go underground on April twenty fourth, nineteen thirty four. Blowing dust from the plains uh, reduced visibility to two to three miles. This was one of several instances of blowing dust passing over the state during the Dust Bowl years of the 1930s. Yeah, but Oklahoma's worse. It just blew into Arkansas. Oh, really? You know, I didn't mention Oklahoma. The Salisaw, Oklahoma area, which is not too far from like, Fort rem- Smith. It's just right down the road I from I remember Fort the Smith. Dust Bowl, it, and I remember learning about the Dust Bowl. It? I remember I learning remember about it. it. I remember yeah. learning about it. <laughs> right. We weren't there. I Corey, wasn't there. Corey was there, but we weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. My mom and dad weren't there. But <laughs> 45 years before I was born. Oh. All right. Uh, April 19th through 21st, 1918. Lenox, Iowa set the all-time Iowa Calendar Day snowfall record on the 20th with 24 inches of snow. Okay, wait. 
Iowa. Iowa. April 24th. 19th through 21st. The snow fell That's on the 20th. That's a big old snowstorm. 24 inches. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they should be getting tornadoes at this time. Right. And they got 24 inches of snow. <laughs> oh it was the highest storm total amounts um, include 25 and a half in Lenox, 24 in Bedford, 20.3 at Mount Air, and 20 in Lamoni. Des Moines received 3.8 inches from this storm. Not much, but still. Wow. It's April. It's end, end of end April. Of April. We're yeah. Almost May. <laughs> you should. They should not be getting snow at this point. Ada, Oklahoma, which I'm somewhat familiar with. Oh, cool. I had an aunt that lived there growing up. April twentieth, nineteen seventy three. A mobile home park was hit by an F three tornado. Five hundred buildings heavily damaged by the tornado and downburst <laughs> winds. Damage to a hangar and airplanes at the airport. A phonograph record, and there's a picture if you want to look it up, embedded in a vertical position in a utility pole. So it shows, you know, for our younger listeners. Ooh. Yeah. Thundering outside. I saw, I saw the lightning. I was ready to oh, record I didn't see the lightning. Like, I was just that like. That would have been a good one to record. I thought about. It's put, still going. Oh, I know. I thought about turn, t- putting a, a, a microphone out the window so we can kind of hear it while we're going. But yeah. It's thundering loud. No, I saw it. Like, really bright. Sorry, Shara. No, like, that's fine. I was, I was like, like what Corey, are you doing? Corey, it's going to boom. <laughs> and then I heard it, and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, there, anyway, yes. So anyway, you can look up the Ada, Oklahoma F3 tornado of 1973. Sweet. And you can see a full-size record embedded, unbroken, into a telephone pole. That's freaky. Free, I, I mean, tornadoes do freaky things. things. We should have like a section of the podcast at some point of all the freaky things tornado does. Like one of the the ones that sticks in my head the most of the Joplin tornado. I mean, it did some massive horrible things, but there was a two by four embedded in cement concrete. <sighs> wow! It's wow! Like, yikes! Is that all you have? That's all I have. Okay, Corey's got something. Is this part of fun facts, or do we need to move on to no, it's in fine. other news? No, no, he's, he's fine. The date was April 27th. Three days from now. The year was 1942. A long time from Eighty. <laughs> this is the 80th anniversary. Oh? I just sent you a text, honey. I want this to be your fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> My great grandpa <laughs> went to work that day at the powder plant. I remember this talking about it. I didn't World know it was Okay. At the powder plant in prior. And his buddy looked over to him. His, his buddy's his name was Sam. Sam Walton looked over to him and said, The air feels heavy today. Your mm. grandpa knew Sam Walton? Yeah, he worked at the powder plant with I him. didn't know that. Same Sam Walton that started, I think, what was that? Kmart or something? Yeah. No, no, tar- tar- target. Target. Your target. Granddad yeah. Wendell? <laughs> My grandfather, Manly. Oh, okay. Great grandfather. My great grandfather in 1942. All right. Their town was devastated by a tornado that afternoon. And prior, an EF4 killed 52 people. 80 years ago, my grandma was in it. She was in the house that picked up the house while she was in it and moved it several feet to the she south. She was a child. She wow. would have been Wasn't nine she? years old. Yeah, she was a child. Wow. That's Her mom freaky. and one of her sisters was downtown where most of the damage occurred, picked up her car and moved it down the street. You know, wow. 
So uh, it was a scary time. It took several years of rebuilding. You know, of course, you know, that's a small town. I mean, it's a lot smaller than like the Joplin would have been, you know, but it took out the main drag of the entire town. Today, Pryor, you know, you don't you don't think of Pryor. It's also called Pryor Creek. It's in Mays County. I have seen that on um, Radarscope. I've seen yeah, Pryor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, okay. today, it's kind of a bedroom community of Tulsa. Uh, Google moved in. There's a big Google company plant there. It's really it's taking off. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. No idea. Okay. So, uh, it Sweet. happened. That was an 80. I need to talk to my grandma. They usually about have that. the big Rocklahoma. They do. Fest big festival too. with big, big music fest. But uh, I need to talk to my grandma and see. She likes to tell me, or I like to hear from her, her accounts from that. Every tornado. couple of years, yeah. we ask 80, her. 80 years ago. Every couple of years, we'll ask her about the tornado, especially if the kids are around. We'll have her tell us what it was like. What's the chance of getting her down here to do a podcast with us? We might be able to do a phoner or something. Okay. No phoner. But that'd be fun. <laughs> I think that'd be like a she tell she'll tell you what it felt like being in the house and having it picked up and yeah, I want to know that. That would be so fun to have on the podcast because I would like to know that. Just the experience I I love hearing Her aunt across the street. Mm-hmm. She was injured and she died three days later. Wow. Now where was granddad? Because he grew up in Pryor uh, too, didn't he? He was around. He was around. Like, what's his account of it? I mean, they're both 10 years old. I don't know. I don't remember hearing his I don't his know if account. he was there yet or not. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> That's fascinating. We, <laughs> but this is a big anniversary. It'll be on the... It'll be on... I mean, I'm sure Travis and... Yeah. The news. They, they, they always cover, you know... Travis Meyer. He's uh, the main guy at Tulsa. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we watch him a lot. We've been watching him in a couple of days. I was mm-hmm. watching him during the show the other night uh, about that tornado west of Tulsa mm-hmm. and the one going through Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. That was pretty intense. Yeah, nice. I mean, you never know. You know, you, sometimes during May he's on every night for uh, prime time, and they don't go to programming at all. It's just Travis is during yeah tornado season in the Oklahoma area and in Joplin area. I remember many a night, Corey coming home exhausted because they were live. Oh, because you got you got to roll. If there if, if there's stuff, you got to roll. Or yeah. he would get called in. Yeah, I remember the phone ringing and storms happening, and he'd get called in in the middle of the night. They to didn't put have them to on call there. me, and I knew when to go in. <laughs> See, Corey knows he's storm dark. Come on, that that's why I have him on here, the team here. But I remember <laughs> him waking up in the middle of the night and having to go in and put them on. Oh live. man. Until the morning crew got there. Awesome, awesome socks. Is that all you got? Yep. I have something interesting. Uh, I wasn't, I didn't plan on it. Uh, you know that little lightning bolt that I said a while ago and is like, ah, we're just going to lightning? I just did a distance thing on radar scope. Uh, I see the lightning bolt and it was 1.7 miles from. Headquarters for cool. my house. Yeah. It was close when we got here. Like, we were seeing... Well, no, I'm talking about the one just now. I know, but I'm saying, like, when we got here... Oh, that's right. When you guys pulled up, it's it like, was oh, my gosh. Very close. <laughs> it was on top of It was of overhead. This. Yeah. But it wasn't hitting the ground, so it doesn't show up on radar scope. Yeah. But I was nervous just getting out of the car, like, running to the door, because 
Oh, it was no, don't. on top no, of it. Now you're I see fine. it. It was you're right fine. to our east. Yeah, right above Kirbyville, above, being north. Uh, and I got I to gotta say, I mean, I know I don't want to ex- expound a bunch of this on uh, tonight's podcast because it'll be over. But it looks like the heavier rain is going to stay to our southeast just barely. Um, that whole thing... I mean, it's got this southwest and northeast trajectory, but it's like the heaviest rain seems to be down more in Bergman. Uh, uh, what is that? Ponca, Western Grove, Gainesville. I mean, Gainesville, that's south, more south-central Missouri. And that's kind of where that marginal risk is. Remember, I would say they, they got Branson right at the edge of that marginal risk in areas to the south, to the to the east, for marginal risk. So, yeah, maybe something's going to happen out there. I don't think we're going to get as much personally as they say we are. I mean, they're saying two to three inches. I'll, although, Corey, you said we you got at, an inch. At, uh, you got the alert that we got an inch, at least here at headquarters. Yeah, we'll be over an inch by now. I'm going to bring it up here in a second. Yeah, I mean, but, I, but what I'm looking at, if we get to two inches, I'll be surprised. I'm just going to say that for the record on the podcast. You'll be surprised. I will, yeah. What are we at now? Are we at one and a half? I don't know. It's not loading. I mean, it's, I see the edge. I mean, I mean, it could push through by, I mean, it'll be out of here by morning. Well, be out of here before morning. Yeah. But, but you see what I'm talking about. It's like if you, if you're looking at radar right now, the heaviest echoes, heavier echoes, let's say, are more to the southeast. And that's what the heavy rain is going to be. I have uh, ambient says 1.14 inches. Of sky water for us at at this point, and it's not midnight yeah. yet. I yeah. don't know. We'll 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 see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's not a contest. I'm just just looking at radar. So okay, is that I'll all? I'll see got? your what? two inches. I'll see your two inches in ratio. <laughs> we'll get two. I'm gonna say two. We'll you, you're two. gonna say two. Okay, right around two. I say one point seven five. What do you say, Sharon? I say two point two. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna write this down. Shara, 2.2. Corey, an inch? Say, two inches? I say 2.02. 2. 2. specific. <laughs> That's what we're getting. Okay. Rando says, okay, I'm, I'm writing this down. One, I'm going to say one and three quarters. That's what I'm going to say. We'll see tomorrow. We'll post that. We'll say that on the podcast. So, All right. Uh, I think it's about time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's weather word of the week is tossed to Shara. Since she hasn't looked at it. I was looking at prom pictures on Facebook. You'll get it. You'll get it. I I haven't found any of this really going to throw you. So anyway, so what, Shara, what is this week's stormed our weather, weather word of the week? Hummock? almost thought it was an A and said hammock. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a hammock. It, it, it's hammock. So what is a hummock? H-U, wait, how do you spell H-U-M-M-O-C-K? Yes. What is that? In hydrologic terms, <laughs> a hillock of broken ice which has been forced upward by pressure. So what I'm guessing is a hummock is like two pieces of hillocks <laughs> Bumping into each other and like forcing up—that's what—that's what I'm getting out of it. What do you think, Corey? You it's like water. the tectonic plates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. They crash where they, where they crash and they, 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 they nowhere to go, so they go up. 
He's smart. Hey, I said hydrologic this time. I know, instead of hydraulic. Instead of hydraulic. <laughs> but it's just that like hydraulic pressure. Right? Raising those. Same as hydraulic. You got that H-Y-D-R. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's going to probably close this. But you like your trail mix over there, don't you, Cher? Good stuff. <laughs> Shares over there is like, <laughs> you guys didn't eat before you got over here, did you? Yeah, we did. Oh, you did? <laughs> You're still. Well, we had dinner at like five thirty or six. Oh, well, I would be too. It's time so. for midnight snack. It's true. Yeah, even though it's only ten twenty-two. Um, okay, so to recap, uh, flood watch and I think flood advisory for portions of Branson, Stockstill Park, and this, uh, I mean, it's gonna rain. Then it's going to stop. <laughs> and it's going to rain some more. Then it's going to rain. Then it's going to stop. No, then it's going to rain. And then it's going to stop. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, you should post that to Stormdar. And I know. Then right. might, Here's what's going to happen. Little, we might get some more sprinkles after that. It's going to rain. Then it's going to stop. Then it's going to rain again. He's right. It's going to rain some True. more. You, you both are right. I mean, it's going to do that. We're in this pattern like we established. No need for fancy words. We're in this pattern. It's going to do this for a while. Now, I last week I was getting kind of excited because one of the TV meteorologists, which I will not, you know, will remain unnamed, said after this little thing goes over with, we're going to be dry for another two or three weeks. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, but you know what? It ain't going to happen. So... I'm not sure if I trust this TV meteorologist anymore. If you want to know, message me. I will tell you. <laughs> All right. So, Corey, got anything else to add? No. You're done. There's no drought. There, yeah, there's no drought. So, it's no like. No drought. And Here in Missouri. Now, Western United States, we're in the worst drought that, we've had in years. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Remember it's I bad. said I had friends complaining of the it's drought. Bad. Well, you didn't say where your friends were. You just said I have friends from playing the drought. ones like, I remember are in Nebraska. From Kansas on to the west, it's 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 a a historic drought year. Oh, yeah, I, I remember know the that. movie Holes. You probably don't. It's dry. Oh, I don't know. They hadn't. It was. It takes place in the desert, and it hasn't had rain in months. The lake dried up. Mm. And when it finally rains, the end of the movie, they all cheer and blah blah blah. And then they do a rap. But a friend of mine was like, "We've decided to watch Holes." And hope that at the end of the movie it starts raining here. There and we're go. all going to cheer just like they did. Oh, yeah. my God. I did it's not dry. know that. Oh, yeah. It's definitely dry. Because, see, I just focus on area weather around here. That's all you I You just know. care about yourself. Huh? I, just, I just care about Branson, okay? <laughs> well, and Joplin and Springfield and so so. <laughs> all right. So, Sherry, you got anything else to add? I'm out. Sherry's out, too. She's got to get home. She's got a big... I got to get up early and go... You gotta hang out with second graders tomorrow. Still tripping with hundreds of second graders. There you go. Well, then I think that's valid reason to wrap this thing up then. So (laughs) be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through Facebook. Wait, through our Facebook. I still can't read this. I've read this for how many I haven't memorized. I, sh- I don't. Anyway, you can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website. It's really cool at stormdarweather.com. 
Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.